They've got the money, we got the talent, but without our talent, they ain't got no money. They've got the money, we got the talent, but without our talent, they ain't got no money. Hey, Mr. Disney, call up your goons. This is real life, Boomer, we are not your cartoons. Hi, Tom Cruise, please. Hey, Brian, it's me. There's an impossible mission down at the picket lines. What the fuck I'm in. Is and this? please, just call me Tommy C. You got it, dude. They've got the money, we got the talent, but without our talent, you can't tell. That's Tommy. a SAG strike song. It's not fun when the strike started. But he had to stop filming. This is before cool. the writers came back. They got the money, we got the talent, but without uh. our talent, they ain't got no money. Uh, well, if uh, you want to hear more of that gentleman's uh, lyrical stylings, that's uh, Brian yeah, Plum Music. Um, that's the SAG support SAG strike support song, and that came out a month ago. So, um, yep, there's that. Um, so, hmm. there you go. And the strike is over, so maybe that played a part in it? Yeah, it sure did. They said, hey, stop it, it making this music, please. <laughs> we'll do what you want. Just stop. I'm just saying, though, look, hey, I, I mean, I know that I'm no I'm no uh, Tom Hardy here, but the guy who can't sing or rap for shit saying we've got the talent just isn't a strong selling point. No, so, no, just saying, just no. just saying. But uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Joe? Are you alive? Oh, I'm so much better. I'm at, again, really, you I'm, sound like shit. I'm pretty sure it was last week uh, that I had bronchitis. Uh, so now I'm at. So now I just have the sniffles, but I'm doing much better. Thank you for asking. Well, that's good. That's good. He's got and, he's got uh, such a nice glow about him, doesn't he? He probably he got a ring. He probably got a ring light. Oh yeah, he did get his hair cut, so that probably helps. I I, I, oh, I mean, like met him here already. Oh wait, I shouldn't have revealed that she's already on the show. Sorry. All right, Joe, why don't you just go ahead and uh, introduce everybody? Uh, well, I guess, uh, well, no, let's save Kelly for the end as a surprise that's no longer a surprise. I was going to say, I love it. Let's save, let's save introducing <laughs> Kelly for the end so it's a surprise. <laughs> let's actually go with Kenny, uh, with Kenny next, our on-again, off-again producer who's doing something or other with YouTube videos right now. Hi, Kenny. What's up? What's well, up? whenever he's decided to not go off the grid in Kentucky, then he actually does something for the show. I'm going to South Carolina in a couple of weeks. So. Of course you are. Of course you are. You got to check on your dis your moonshine distilleries there too, huh? <laughs> we have a master bootlegger in our midst here, guys. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also joined by Ben once again. Uh Ben, I guess, is super happy that the, that the strike is over. Um, were were you actually out there on the picket line, Ben? Oh yeah, I walked quite a few days and met quite a few people. It was quite cool. <laughs> oh, it looks like Art wanted to say something, but, but no, well, it it was my uh, it was it was my uh, my my shitty crash joke on the actor strike is like so now all those actors that were out there striking because they couldn't work can now go back to waiting for jobs they won't fucking get so <laughs> good job all you actors congrats <laughs> some of you will win your lottery ticket and get your uh your your co-star role on days of our lives but uh most of you already got another five on that boom another what i already got a spot on that years and years ago i think i told you about that 
Probably, but you know me, I don't pay attention to things. You were a soap opera? I was on uh, Days of Our Lives. Who did you play? I played a younger version of Rafe, but this other character got a, a facelift to look like Rafe, and I played a younger version of him before he got the facelift. So, so they used my you have image. a bedroom scene? Whoever that is. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. All right. No, you, you no. But I, I, can, I can send you, the, I'll post the video. I'll okay. post the video. Oh, I remember it was a picture. I remember that. Yeah, it was a picture. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. And continue on down the line, Joe. And we're also joined by Kelly, who is present with another very special guest. They are in the same household, and that is Miss Carrie Ann. Uh, Eddie's lovely wife. Hi, ladies. How are you both doing this evening? Hi. Hello. <laughs> we're good. Nice. Welcome. Welcome to the clusterfuck. Art, where's Ashley at? You should have brought her. She's at a party right now for her cousin, a surprise party. So that's why I was running a little late. I was putting down the dude myself. So I'd uh well done. Had to take some time. But yeah, so she is out and about. As it, as it does. And indeed. Joe, I found another song just for you, by the way, uh, for our other topic of the night. Achoo! <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Man, I got a code. Go get me some tissue because I need to blow my nose. What is you know, the cure? Man, nobody really knows. But when my nose is running and I sneeze out of control, that is when I know I got a code. 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 Fuck yeah, dude, this is a banger. I love this shit. Bless you. This is called Cold and Flu by Cameron J featuring Star Keisha. So there you go. I assume that everyone here, although they might, in fact, I'm probably the only one here who considers himself a wrestling fan. Uh, but one of my oh, favorite, correct. you know, I'm sure that everyone here has, has heard the name Vince McMahon. Uh, my, one of my favorite stories about Vince McMahon is that he is so, uh, not, um, he, he has to be in power at all times that like one time he sneezed accidentally during a meeting and he completely lost his shit that he was not in control of his sneeze. <laughs> oh, that guy doesn't have any sort of, okay. <laughs> he has no steroid aggression at all. <laughs> Even keeled dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. All right. So should we? You know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. You know, I mentioned the the strikes ending, and 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 actually, this was the uh, like the summer of strikes. So so let's start there. Uh, you know, and it's not just. I don't know why I got a rim shot, but okay. <laughs> that that's literally what it's being called. It's like the summer of strikes. Awesome. <laughs> I, I've been on but strike I mean, since last summer. Asshole. He's an asshole. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we have uh the 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 Writers Guild or Screenwriters Guild or Writers or, Guild of America. Okay. Uh of course SAG. Uh we just had all of the auto cup. Um it, it was the uh Stellantis, uh, Ford, and I can't remember the other one, uh, but they all went on strike. And oh, the United Auto Workers, right? 
GMC. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And they um and they all just came to very favorable terms as as well. So I guess the question I have is is that it seems and, like- teachers are on strike right now in Oregon, oh. right now as we speak. No shit. Yeah. At and I think seven slash ten p.m. UPS was, UPS was on strike too, weren't they? Who I was? Settled it before the strike actually started. Okay. Uh, my my UPS strike? guy is like he he's been the same UPS guy for like the five the past five years, and he's awesome. And his name's Tim. Okay. What <laughs> nice. up, Tim? Shout out to shout out to Tim. Tim Tim. Kaiser Permanente was on strike as well, uh, but they also came to an agreement with their uh, with their workers. So California's leading HMO. I guess the question I have is, you know, everything looks rosy um, as far as this goes because everything is working out very favorably. Um, do you all think that that more companies are going to unionize? And um, I guess I'll start. <laughs> well, you might as well. I, hey, hey, that's the way the show works, right? Um, if if I, the show works at all, yes. <laughs> I think they will. Um, I always wonder just how preferable it's going to be in the long run. I will, you know, I, I will be the the one person who who goes against everybody else here. I'm sure, but I, you know, but. I know like where I work, you know, of course we, we have a union as well, but if you join it, you know, um, you know, you're not going to get fast track like the management or anything else. So I didn't know any of the government workers unionized, but I never thought about that in terms of government work. I just thought government work was sort of like, that is union. What'd you say? That that is your union. That that definitely was some high noon you got because uh, <laughs> it's completely unclear. But I I think unions serve a great purpose, obviously. Um, but I do I always worry about the you know is the long term going to outweigh the short term? So Slimy I think little more... commie bastard. <laughs> so, so I think that more companies <laughs> will do it, but I just wonder how. Um, how well it's going to work out in the long run. But what do you think about this art? Well, I think that uh, <laughs> what I'll say is the union unions are great depending on what the union is. Yeah. If the union actually does something useful for you and does a full-fledged, you know, like not just protections, but opportunities, absolutely. But if they're just there to get in your fucking way and just to be a thorn in management side, what's the point? Now, I certainly say that there is unions came about, as everybody should know, because of, um, you know, bad working conditions. I think there was a a giant fire in a, in a sewing factory in New York in whatever year. And that was one of the big precursors to say, hey, we need to look at, you know, working conditions for people. So it started as a good thing because people were being exploited, as capitalism does. Hoorah, that's what we do. But there needs to be a balance in the scales and that's what unions are for. But then all of a sudden unions, depending on which one, the automotive unions in particular, I know we're notorious for this, like in the eighties, nineties, you really ask for a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot. And you wonder why your cars, aside from technological issues or, you know, needs and stuff are costing more and more. 
some unions ask for a little bit more than is reasonable so that they can do less. And, you know, it, again, but it's also it's difficult because, yes, all the CEOs are somehow still making just as much money as they were, if not more. And the mm -hmm. big end. So unions are, I think, a necessity. But it's it's hard because you can't really regulate, but I guess they should be regulated. I don't know. It's It just depends on the union. Like the one I'm in now is significantly better than the one I was in before. The one I was in before was pretty much a place that I would just pay my my dues weekly and it didn't do shit for me at the job. But the one I'm in now has a lot of protections and an entire job board. So if I were to lose my current job, I could go and probably get another job within a week. Like that's the sort of shit that makes something worthwhile is it protects you on the job and it makes sure you stay with a job within mm -hmm. what is approved. So I think they're a good thing, but they need to be, they need to be watched because they can also go a little bit too far, which in turn will backfire, as you were saying, to the general public. They drive up costs. Management won't want to lose out on any income. So they in turn will drive up costs and then everything just gets more fucking expensive. So blah, blah, blah. Well, and I don't know how uh, prevalent it is nowadays, but I know back in like the 60s, 70s, you know, they would talk about a person like, like the head of the Teamsters, Hoffa, who had a... Of course, the mob, yeah. <laughs> who, the mob, yeah. Of course, had connections with the mob. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> but you know what's funny, though, about the mob is, like, the mob was connected with unions, but at the same time, also, the mob was used to, you know, as strike breakers. So it's kind of like they play both sides of the table, you know? Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it just goes to show you that nothing is sacred and nothing is safe. Uh, what do you think, Ben, since uh, I know... As a as someone that I know in Maryland once said, you're a union man. So uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your thought? You know, it's funny, Artie. I tell you, man, I remember somebody said to you at a party, you had a couple drinks and they said to you, you're in the union. What do you think about the, the uh, things going on? And you just said, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> now, to be clear, we're talking about the Screen Actors Guild. So oh, yeah, that, that, that's what I was talking about. Did you guys know that the National Labor Union was founded on August 20th, 1866 in Baltimore, Maryland? Ooh, it was I the first not, attempt to create a national labor group in the United States. Uh, so, uh, wait, in what year? 1866. Yeah. Okay, about to say it. For some reason, I thought you thought it was 1966. <laughs> no, at, at first I thought he said 1860, and 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 I was going to say, wait, they tried to form a union prior to slavery ending. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no, they tried to yeah, tried to form a union right in the right in the thick of the shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's not funny at all. Anyway. I think that the only snag about the union that we have, the screen actors sag after and everything, is like they can't get us the jobs. They just protect us when we get them ourselves. And it's, it's kind of funny because it's actually the guild. The word union is not in the acronym of sag after. It's not even, there's no you in there. So I hope that now that we went through all this, it can better safeguard those who actually get the jobs. If it can't, if it still can't get you the job, let it get you the better things on the back end. Let it get you that which you desire for your hard work. 
Because maybe in a perfect world, it doesn't have to be so hard for everybody all the time. It doesn't have to be so many starving artists. It would be great if people could get their jobs a little easier with the help of the union in the first place. I mean, it's all about getting a fair shake, right? I mean, like, technology is changing. Uh, actors aren't as relevant as they used to be. I, I don't know. Isn't that what this is all about? I don't. I... No, well, that that was part of what they were doing. They're actually renegotiating a lot of stuff, but you know, because I always Ben Ben knows me probably too well at this point when it comes to SAG shit that he just baited me and baited me hard. Uh, my biggest gripe nice. with the union is the fact that the the union in particular, being SAG, uh, is that yes, they're all about protecting you on the job. They of course do not help you very much with getting a job other than using iActor, which is a garbage site. It's never gotten me anything other than like American Film Institute auditions, and those are a joke. But that said, the thing that I find the most egregious is they have literally like it's like you could look at the paperwork and some of their rules and think hey these people got their shit together and then when you look at when it comes to new media unless they've changed the definitions and stuff for like small productions the verbiage is so explicit and binary either you are following union guidelines or you're not there's no sliding scale so what i mean for example is if you wanted to do something above board and make your own project because hey it's hard to get jobs as an actor you got to make your own work and you want to make it a union job, guess what? You're going to have to pay a shit ton of money for insurance. You're going to have to have liability insurance and production insurance. Even if I was sitting here making a solo video with my webcam in my house, not leaving my chair, to be a SAG project, you have to make sure you pay for the insurance. And I looked at that shit. It's not fucking cheap, period. So it's like, why would I make a, a, a found footage film, try to make it above board with the union, on a spare amount, you know, a little bit of money because I'm just trying to, you know, create a story, tell a story. But then I'd have to go and drop like two grand on fucking insurance. So that's the sort of shit that they, that, that you read that part of the contract, at least when I was at the time. Boring. Uh, messing with the stuff. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not explicit. So that's the big gripe I have. Ben totally knew that I would go down that road. Good job, Ben. I, I was I didn't mean to bait you. I was simply speaking to something you'd agree with. Fair enough. <laughs> so I knew Ben would bait me. So let me tell you about this thing about <laughs> productions. Hey, hey, so Lex, uh, uh, are you a thespian? <laughs> yeah, he was but once upon a time. Like, are you are you a thespian? Who are you talking to? He said you. Lex. I said, I said, hey, Lex, are you a thespian? Yes, I would love to be a lesbian. Jesus Christ, oh. Joe. Did you take a bottle of Robitussin in the night? What happened? <laughs> Joe is a lesbian trapped in a lesbian. <laughs> and, yeah, dude. Way to dig deep on that fucking low-hanging fruit of a joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what about theaters? Are they back? They were never gone, man. No, they weren't gone. It was a totally oh, different yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah well, wait, theaters... Dude. Well, yeah, stage, because it was only SAG-AFTRA, which was Screen Actors Guild and, you know, American Federation of Television Radio Artists or whatever the fuck it is. But, yeah, the the the, the uh, actors' equity didn't, they weren't on strike. The stage people were still doing their thing. I think it was only if they were screen actors, they might have, in solidarity, said, I can't perform in your play, but I don't think they, they did anything. I don't know, Ben, do you know anything? The equity actors were walking along the picket line side by side in solidarity, but they weren't on strike. They were just walking along to support the SAG actors. Because so. probably most all of the actors who are, who are in the theater union are also in, you know, 
Saget. No, I mean, not, not always. Not, I'm saying a lot. So they're yeah. they were caught between a rock and a hard place. Well, I'd say I'd say the ones who are the ones who are working in jobs that would require you to be equity, most certainly, yeah, it would yeah. be, yeah. <laughs> but um. I don't know. Did did you get a cold or a flu while on this while on the picket line, Ben? Aha! Uh-huh. See, I tied the topics together, Joe. I just tried to put the the, like our the theaters back topic. Oh well, we don't even have to put that that word in our in our show title for this episode. But the ladies still have to go with that topic be, be, before we start talking about the about sickness well, and, and such. I was that's why I was bridging the gap, but it's okay, Joe. Okay. Ben, belay that answer. All right, I'll hold my tongue. Carrie Ann and Kelly, where do you stand on unions? Ke- oh Carrie Ann, you're, you're a business owner. I would love to hear it from oh management's point of view. Oh, my God. I just realized in the same house you have Kenny, Kelly, and Carrie Ann. They'll do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. We also have another Kenny and a Keegan, so. There's five. There's five Ks here. Five. I love it. <laughs> I'll come back when Joe is gone. So then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben gets points for that one. Poke chat, poke, poke, poke chat, poke chat, poke, 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 ahead, poke, 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 poke chat. Oh, okay, easy. sorry, ladies, go on. I want to hear from the the worker and management their the uh, their thoughts on strikes. I mean, it's not strikes. Well, strikes and unions, I guess. Um. Well. I I own a very small business, so I only have like two employees. And what if they very... unionized against you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you would fire them and just hire two more employees. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, you suck. A little gift boutique. It's a perfect job for a high school student who's never <laughs> had a job. So, I mean, oh, oh, okay. I wasn't trying to be quite so so literal. <laughs> it was more of the concept of what it would be like as a business owner to suddenly be dictated how to run your business, unless you are a person of good conscience and you already run a fair and honest business. I feel like I, I I feel like I do run a pretty fair and honest business. So I'd be really surprised, honestly. I mean, I would hear them out. Like, cause it, I mean. We're for- tired of you strapping us to the floor and whipping us <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> I don't know, but I, yeah, I feel I mean, like we just have a like new sponsor for the show. Complaints, I, I mean, I would hear them out. I just don't, I can't picture. I, I just, I would be very surprised. Honestly, I think. Okay, Carrie Ann is essentially saying she would be just absolutely stunned by the gall of these <laughs> no, fucking high school students like trying to unionize <laughs> under her rigorous order. They would disappear <laughs> just like Alpha. That's right. They would suddenly disappear. <laughs> Miss Carrie Ann, me and Jennifer, <laughs> we've decided to unionize and we're going to strike because we want Fresh coffee, and we want our little hats, and that. Is anyone going to care if two people are walking back and forth in front of her house? <laughs> you never know. I mean, it depends on what the sign says, I guess. You say you're pretty stationary, Stein. I'd be like, hold on, wait, guys. If you're going to do this, like, come on. Like, we have so much nice paper inside. Like, at least make the signs look good. <laughs> Make it into a marketing campaign. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can um, hear Kelly. them up, uh, I can hear them upstairs <laughs> within my bunker. Nice. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You can hear them through the through the the, the lead shielding and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I did a bad job. Apparently. <laughs> All right, um, Kelly. Do uh do us a favor by by giving us your thoughts, and do the ghost a favor by giving him your voice. Oh God. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Um. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, ghost, I tried. I hope you're listening, my dear. Um, so I would think in for unions, I know he Joe posed the question about companies forming unions moving forward. Um, that's a that's a tough to, tough one to say if other companies are going to do that. Um, I think it may have woken up a few CEOs to companies um, that you know employees are starting to pay closer attention to things. And if, you know, this um, SAG strike was an any indica- indication, it really made people stand up and take notice of just AI and how the images of actors were possibly going to be used almost oh, without their knowledge or consent. Oh. So I think it was a real wake up call for the labor workers and for the higher ups that there's this dare i say revolution that everybody is starting to take notice and have their voices be heard excellent i think that's great personally yeah because we we can easily recreate lex here on the show i mean like then i i just i feel like you know I'm proud of Lexpot. I, I I don't know what the hell you we, are no. talking about. I uh, know I love Lexpot. I'm just saying that, like you know, he's very very similar to you, and uh, like you know, I, I'm not saying we'll ever replace you with Lexpot either. You know, that but, would... but I mean, the show could conceivably happen that way. It would just take a lot longer. But yeah, you know, in in twenty in twenty one thirty four, you know, yeah. when we're on our seven thousand five hundred episode, you know, Lexpot might be. <laughs> The only thing that worries me about Lexpot is like, you know, someone taking him, you know, you know, I don't know if he's open source or anything like that, because less because last thing I would want to see is is Lexpot doing like an audiobook of Mein Kampf. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, which I love that Joe is already paving the groundwork to to defend himself because he already has recorded this book, and he'll just now I, I've he's fucking baited me now. He made me create Lexbot for his devilish plan. Don't worry, D- D- Joe. It's not open source. That's the reason I use the particular AI service I did was because they do not take any of the files and they don't own it. They don't do anything with it other than generate and they just use it for their own research but they do not actually sell it or do anything with it it's mine it doesn't mean that somebody else who can just download all of these episodes can't do the same thing but you know yeah whatever now that is true anybody who wants to download this if they want to cut out each of our voices they can go ahead and do that and then make a voice model that's exactly what i did so it's our theaters back is the movie theater back that's you what tell I was me, trying Christopher to... Nolan. I mean, is it back? I mean, yeah. I, I went. I, I mean, I went to the theater once this year, 
and it was to see Oppenheimer. And um, what what is that? Uh, that was supposed to be Attica. my final union comment, but I didn't get a chance to play it, so I just did it in the middle of your discussion. So there wasn't a boycott; there was just uh, nine promotions. It was it was also just well, theater attendance has been going down for a long time anyway. So pre-COVID period, and then COVID just really, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, are they theater? bad? Some no. of them are. Some are no. not. I know last year around uh, during award season, everybody was patting Tom Cruise on the back because um, Top Gun Maverick really performed well last year and was really starting to put, they started to see an uptick and people starting to trickle back into the theaters. So everybody was really, you know, saying he saved Hollywood. And I'm like, all right, well, that's a little stretch, but <laughs> no, I mean, if Maverick the theaters don't come back, Hollywood. if the theaters don't come back, is, is Hollywood dead? I mean, Guys, no, man, we're all Hollywood's Hollywood streaming, you know, it's, I think uh, are we worried about that at all? Does anybody love the theater? I love the theater. I, I love, love going the theater, too. theater. I love I it. Also, like, I mean, the you have like Taylor Swift just did her concert in the theaters. Yep. And you have other like big stars like thinking about doing the same thing. So like that's just an added thing that's easily going to bring back theaters, I think. It's it's a venue that's it's a malleable venue where you can have all sorts of content, you know, so people need a place to go to see things. And some, you know, if you can't get it at home, you'll you'll go where you can. So I mean. Who who here saw? Uh, uh, okay, so for me, uh, I know Carrie Ann. He's, she's going to the theater twice this year. She went to see Oppenheimer with me, and I loved Oppenheimer. I mean, boy, uh, hey, do you, do you do you guys and gals think that Kenny likes Oppenheimer? He's he's only mentioned it ten times in like the last minute. <laughs> he did. Go ahead, Kenny. And tell us more about Oppenheimer. Dude, have you guys seen it? It's so good, dude. <laughs> I loved it's it. So I saw it good. Twice. Yeah. Uh, God, I was brought to tears, man. That movie was like, I, I, it's been a while since I've gone to the theater and just, it just had it like a little personal, like uh, that, isn't that what that's about, right? I mean, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to go to the theater and we're supposed to like have a connection or, or we're supposed to sit there and just be a troll. I don't, I, I, I can't figure it out anymore, but Dude, for me, like I haven't been to the theater in a while and and I, I wanted to see Oppenheimer in the theater. I didn't want to wait till it came out and I can't wait till it's available on 4K. So I'll put it in my little shit and do the thing and put my little hat on and do the stuff. But like as far as that's concerned, dude, I, that got me back to the theater and I, I'm trying to figure out what else would get me back to the theater. Like I. I, I almost agree with you guys. I think the theaters are dying, man. They're dying. I think they could be there dying, but I think they'll always be there in some form. It just might here's, be smaller ones. Here's the surest sign that theater is dying, or or at the very least that Hollywood is out of ideas. Marvels is expected to flop. Um, <laughs> of course. And, the last I mean, that's nothing new. Most of the last Marvel movies have just totally shit the bed. So yeah, this is supposed to have like the lowest opening ever. I think they're, you know, it, it's, you know, it sounds like a, a lot 
to us, of course. It's like 60 like, million, isn't that what they're projecting? Yeah, which is still, you, you know, which is a decent chunk of change. But yeah, but on a 200 or $300 million movie, however much it costs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> but also, for, for the Marvels, only one of those characters actually got a standalone film. The other yeah. two characters in it, of the, the, the three lead, the three female leads, they were both introduced on the TV shows. And if people didn't have um, Disney streaming, they have no idea who those two other characters are. Yep. That, that's the, and see, it's that's the a... shortest runtime movie of all the Marvel films. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, oh. it's, uh, is it like an hour and a half or something? It's like barely 90 minutes. <laughs> I wow. forget. Look it I up. But the... yeah, they're saying how short it is. Huh. I, I think the New York Times put it best in their review and like I'm paraphrasing right now it's something along the lines of this is the 33rd Marvel movie and it's something that you've seen in every in 32 other Marvel movies so it's <laughs> so it you know hey I, I I get that if something works you know use it time and time again but it's oversaturation and, and this goes back to to kind of what I was saying with with Hollywood being out of ideas now, because, you know, the biggest, I guess the biggest film this year was probably the Barbie movie, right? And, you know, Barbie and Oppenheimer, but Barbie like just went fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, oh, and, it hit, it hit great. so fast. Yeah. yeah it well, fast. I, I didn't expect that, it. That was pretty original. Not but also, Barbie was a really good movie and it was so much fucking fun, no matter how it. weird it was. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't expect any of it. I like, yeah. That was not the movie I was expecting to see. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Joe, go on. Hey, Greta. Go, Greta. <laughs> I hope she wins the Oscar. No, I was just going to say is that, you know, the Barbie movie is based off of like a licensed product. So you don't really see the, like, don't get me wrong. I get that that's original, but I don't know. It it it, it just seems like, I don't it, I, The reason I go to the movie theater, I hate to say it, but is to get the food <laughs> because you know Dude, they're just talking about me too. <laughs> There's just something the about the nachos popcorn. and cheese and those yeah the, 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 the jalapenos the butter you put on top. You're an inspiration for bird like control. The pretzels with the nacho cheese, all that good shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Joe, you can't <laughs> even eat a fraction of that with your like banana sized stomach now. That's true. So what's That's the true. point? Make it like well, I nurse the entire movie. Yeah. You okay. can recline and eat pizza with blankets and pillows it's like an experience see yeah. i'm getting i'm getting word joe that it's a certain time uh did everybody talk about yes this topic? we okay. all did i think and if ben did we don't care ah, 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 lex load yay yay all right, so we talked about strikes. We talked. Uh, we I guess we didn't really talk about the Coleman flu. So I guess we we'll have to save that for like a future episode. Uh, but something else we introduced in the news, it. So there it is. <laughs> something else in the news, and I know that that this will make our Teddy very very happy. Is that uh, you know even though Art does not like sport ball, it is uh, uh, it, as of I believe it was Monday. Uh, Major League Baseball. It's the off season and there are plenty of free agents out there. Um yes, there most, are. Of whom, most of whom the Orioles are not going to sign, but hey, one can dream, right? So for for my Lex load today, I'm going to talk about the the top 10 ranked uh free agents out there. 
and exactly where Sports Illustrated thinks that that they are going to sign and get this one of them they actually have linked with the Orioles. Uh, no but, one cares uh, about that. But again, if if you believe that, well, haha. <laughs> Number one, Shohei Otani. Uh, uh, they do not have him going to to the Orioles. They have him going um, across town to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Boo! Hits. Whoever that is. Whoever that is. Uh, number, number two, Cody Bellinger, outfielder and first baseman. They have him <laughs> signing with, oh, I hate to say this, Kenny, but they have him signing with the Yankees. Number three, Blake oh. Snell, one, one of the few top of the rotation guys out there with the Padres. They have him going uh, up the coast to San Francisco. Wait, is San Francisco up the coast from San Diego? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. Very up much goes up the to coast. San Francisco, the Giants. We don't here pay attention is... to the to the West Coast out here on the East Coast. <laughs> I said that's the way we uh, hold. They do have, and and if you believe this, I I, I will buy you some beachfront property in Oklahoma. Uh, they have Aaron Nola with the Phillies going to the Baltimore. Orioles, another top of the rotation starter. The the Orioles are a notoriously cheap team, so I just can't see it. But wait, five, there's no can. beachfront property in Oklahoma. <laughs> What's the question again? <laughs> Number five, this guy is from the Oryx Buffaloes in Japan. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, a starting pitcher. They have him uh, going to the Red Sox. Josh Hader. Former Oriole relief pitcher, they have him ending up with the Phillies. Matt Chapman, uh, third baseman with the Blue Jays, they have him going to the World Series runner-up Diamondbacks. Sonny Gray, they have him going to the Braves. Jordan Montgomery, starting pitcher, they have him going to the Dodgers. So, Artie, even though you don't like sports ball, they do have top two top ten guys going to your local Dodgers. So... Uh, <laughs> Holy to you. Uh, and lastly, they have Eduardo Ed, Eduardo Rodriguez also. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I am not too smart. Going to the Reds, starting pitcher. So all this is to say is that it, it's very, very lovely that they think uh, that the Orioles stand the chance of even signing, of signing a person in the top 50, let alone top 10. Uh, but I will believe that. When when is that just the top ten? That was just the top ten. Okay, let's uh, go through the top fifty. Go ahead. Oh my yeah, god, I think, no! I think Art would would rebel if I did that. So I'll I just uh, stop everything. <laughs> Why is Ben? Oh, well, I should have done a little bit more ben research here, shouldn't I? I, I probably should have, but you know what? It, it, it's a start of free agency, and I wanted to talk about it. So, fuck you, Art. And that That's is a good drop. BBJ. Oh, whoops. That's not the right one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was the first time. Oh, I know. I've heard it yet. Uh, I know. I uh, fucked myself uh, on that, too. Uh, God. Uh, God. God. This whole night is ruined. Yeah, dude, my whole season's ruined. I've everything's ruined. I made it nine days. I made it ten days. That's what I did. God damn it! I remember that episode where you guys were trying to get me to listen to it for the first time because I hadn't heard it very late into the holiday oh, season. Yeah. It's yeah. November. We haven't even done the Thanksgiving episode yet. Uh, you guys and, haven't yeah. heard any Christmas music yet. 
No. I up playing on store all. I listen to NPR. <laughs> all right. One oh, last. Man. One last. I run a retail business, so all day. Yeah, all day. So it's like I think November first now, right? Yeah. yeah. One. <laughs> On the topic of like that didn't even Christmas music, <laughs> just a quick round okay. round thing here. Is it bad to like the song uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside"? Because I love that song. No, I don't I think like it's it. wrong to like it. I just it's just not one of my personal favorites. Um, it's just a you, little bit too old, too old timey for me. But you can't take lyrics from a, another fucking time period. I mean, come on, nobody was thinking that dirty back in the day. The argument was just about the reputation part of it. Yeah. Are you underwater? <laughs> <laughs> you lost your audio, Ben. Ben Great radio. Okay. Oh, perfect. Can't hear him at all. <laughs> you're, you're audio, I can't hear you at all now. Microphone's gone, dog. Yep. Up oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. I said, if you look at it like. Just worried about the reputation, not anything else. Oh, awesome. yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> dude was just horny. We, I, I, I'm sorry, we've yeah. all been there, yeah, yeah, we've all been there. I mean, like, baby, don't go home yet. Come on, man, <laughs> it's cold outside, cold out dude. there. Come on, you really want to walk out to your car, which will take literally a minute and a half to warm up, and like, you like, it's literally nothing. That's so not how it was in my day. It took a lot longer than a minute and a half to warm up. Just saying. Your day? I'm sorry. How old are you, Art? Old enough. <gasps> That's right. Somebody had a birthday. Oh, but we talked about that last episode. Yeah, but we can talk Same about it again. Same with Joe. Happy birthday. Oh, just kidding. To yeah. Joe. No, wait, we, no, no uh, don't sing it. Don't sing it, guys. It's no, no, way too much. Yeah, it's <laughs> way too much. Now in his 40 <laughs> public domain. I think I think he got forced into public domain because of yeah. its popularity. Okay. Art's in his forties. I am. I Anything else you want to round robin? Continue round robining. Sorry, oh. we. I don't oh. even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ben, do you like that song? Ben loves it. I, I, I answered that question. Oh, all right, cool. Then I guess that's that, right? You found us. Oh, no, it's not that time yet. It's oh. this time. Oh. Mail, motherfucker. I don't know how it works anymore. <gasps> yeah. Do we you sent us another one? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so surprised, Kenny. I think it's, I still think it's you. Subject line, happy birthday. Body, you got mail, motherfuckers. Nice to have Cobra Kai back. Look at Ben get hostile towards restaurant workers, treating everyone like Hamas. I agree with Fart. If you are in a fight, you kick him in the balls, the ankles, and the knees. As Cobra Kai would say, if you can't walk, you can't fight. Cobra Kai never die, bitches. I disagree with Kenny G. I'll take a self-checkout line any day of the week. As the joke goes, products are cheaper when I check myself out. Versus <laughs> when I go through a full service line. I call that ghost capitalism. You all have the absolute worst taste in pizza. Pizza Hut? Papa John's? I bet Taco John's is you go to place for quality tacos. Maybe get a quality burger at Fat Burger. Maybe go to Sepulveda Boulevard for some good pussy. Perhaps the ghost will meet you halfway with a video one day. I'm liable to have more followers than 
Lex Luck shuffling through magic cards. <laughs> Perhaps my YouTube channel will be condom breakers. I'll shuffle through all the rappers I used on BJJ Joe's mom. Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> a personal voice message just for the ghost. Making my dingle dance like a worm on the end of a fishing hook. The ghost might not be able to turn that down. You are officially my first ghosty. Till next week, ladies and you sexy voiced ghosty. The ghost. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow, that was a that was a, a weird pregnant pause in the AI for that one. I don't know why it took so long to sign off. <laughs> there you go. So what are your what are your thoughts, uh, Kelly? He called you right out the ghosty. I like that. Yes, I'll That's take so it. Funny. I need to get a shirt made. Oh <gasps> yes. I'll be your ghosty. <laughs> of course I will. This guy's a weird oh, look at that. my mom. He keeps on talking about my mom. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> See, it's because of, of this. I, of I don't know. This is why there. I feel like he's got to know you. He's no. got to be in your circle. Getting like my mom. Though. No. <laughs> Wasn't there like a joke in every 80s movie like about, you know, oh, your mom, man. Of course, yeah. That's a but, thing. Dude, I think he's just making that joke because he knows you so well. But the thing is, who does he? I don't know. It feels like he 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 seems to know enough about Joe's. Uh, he knew about the Terry Hatcher thing. Who pays attention to that shit? I mean, I don't yeah. know. We we would just need somebody to be an investigative journalist. To put if only we had some somebody kind of... with a podcast like that. No, yeah. I'm not making a podcast. I'm just making a feature for your show. Well, when are we going to start? Uh, Soonish. Okay. I want to know the answer, and I know you have the answer at the end of your. Well, show. I want I want more than just one episode because I don't want to be like chasing, hey. chasing it. Like, but dude, 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 dude. Hey, can we have Lexbot say male motherfucker? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't. Yeah, it only <laughs> take fifteen fucking minutes. Might as well play the Seinfeld music. <laughs> No, not at all. Male motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what happens if uh, now let me let me try typing it a slightly different way. Male motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's add some punctuation. Male motherfucker. <laughs> Barely sound a little happier. How about a question mark? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Let's see. <laughs> Male motherfucker? <laughs> oh, that might be our winner right there. That might be our winner. Oh, good times. Jesus uh, Christ. Hey, we, well, at least we own that. That's true. That's true. Um, anybody have any final thoughts or anything before we, we sign off on this? No? Bad. Art yeah. is a dickhead. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Um, Carrie Ann, do you want to promote your business? Hell no, not on this channel. <laughs> we just I got the blues. I've got the blues. I've got the blues. I've the blues. i and you come in again. God, again. Oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> oh, that was. Ugh. <laughs>
Achu. Bless you. We didn't talk about this though. Achu. Dude, the song's fucking solid, man. And I gotta go. Go give me some tissue, cause I need to blow my nose. What is the cure, man? Nobody really knows. But when my nose is running and I sneeze out of control, that is when I know I break it down. Bring it down. Oh, oh, yeah. Ben, oh, put your clothes back on. Oh, put that thing away. Jesus. Like twirling around a sock with an eight ball in it. What's that? Is that an Emmy? It's an Oscar. You got an Oscar? Words can't describe, I don't know what to say. Alright, just next wanna episode, take some let's medicine and sleep all day. Okay, fair enough. Um that's all I got. Bye.